Why, hello. You're listening to the Tabletop Tales. Stories told collectively around, well, a table. I am the Melody Keeper. And if you are just now listening in, I am in the middle of singing one of my favorite stories. It is known as The Quest for the Best Song. In our last movement, Glonk Dawkins and Willow Willowbelly are found standing victorious over three hag witch sisters, high up in a tower just outside of Oakshire. All that remains in the room is a nearly empty cauldron, some black feathers, and a wounded Sandra. Our dungeon master vividly describes the sisters' demise. As they start to melt, Gren and Gretel both cry out, They melt more and more and more and more as all that is left of the sisters are these ashen bones and some feathers. After the magpie hags of Sisters Redoubt were vanquished, the two of you, accompanied by the severely injured Sandra, headed downstairs to get some rest after the bloody battle. You've both been healed back to full health during your rest, but Sandra's wounds appear to be too great. You all slept through the night, but now, as the sun is rising, you can hear Sandra's struggled breathing beside you. Oh, Glonk hurts. I know, buddy. Me too. And then I, I turn to Sandra, and I, I cast Speak with Animals. Sure, you do that. And I say, Sandra, how you feeling this morning? Is, is that you, Willop? Yes, yes, it's me. <laughs> she coughs up a little bit of blood. Oh, Sandra, that doesn't look good. I, I think this is my end. Sandra, no, you can't go. I thought we just found something special. Yes, we, we did, but... I took quite a beating in the Battle of Sisters Redoubt. Is there, is there any, is there anything I can do for you to make this easier? Yes. Uh, I feel a bond with you, Willib. As I go, take my spirit with you. With your druidic powers, you will be able to take my form and become a brown bear. I will do it for you, Sandra. And then just as you say that, there's like this magical like mist fog that surrounds both of you and you're just standing back like looking at this like cyclone of magic. And then after the cyclone disappears, it kind of like funnels into the soul of Willem. And he just kind of like, like flexes a little bit, like straining in power. And then Sandra is gone. 
but you now, Willib, have the ability to turn into Sandra. Amazing. So that is where Sandra went. She she is in your heart, gone but not forgotten. <laughs> I feel, I feel Sandra within me. Glock, the bear of love has taken rest in my heart. Okay. Clunk, I have a confession. I'm, I'm a druid, but I've never shapeshifted before. And I, I feel like, I feel like now, with Sandra's spirit within me, I have the power to be the druid I was always meant to be. Well, go on. I don't think I'm going to do it right now, because I, I have a feeling I can only use it twice before a long rest. <laughs> but, but just trust me, I've got a gut feeling about this. I'm not convinced. Just as you guys are walking downstairs, um, you... Wait! Glonk just remembered. I run back up the stairs and look in the cauldron. Mm. You look in the cauldron and you see a sip left of this of this potion. Willub, Glonk, we need to take it. Um, actually, I have a, a herbalism kit on me with some vials. Take it. So I pull I pull out a couple vials and fill them up with the remaining potion. It only fills up one vial Great. full of it. I'll um, take it. So you get one vial of, let's say. Magpie j- j- juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, great. The children are in there, Willoughby. This is the children of the town. Yeah, and I hold the vial of liquid up, and I look at it, and I think to myself, the souls of those children are still in here, even Sandra's cub. Maybe, maybe there's some way to save them still. As you look at the vial, you also notice something shimmering on the ground. It appears to be some kind of medallion or amulet with a fiery red gemstone in the center of it. Oh, I think I'm going to I'm I'm going to put it on if that's is that cool with you, Glonk? Ooh, put it on. So I put it on. <laughs> you put on the amulet known as the Heart of the Phoenix. And you gain a plus 2 bonus to your wisdom. Well, how do you feel? I feel wiser. <laughs> like Two points wiser. Like you can turn into a bear. I'm, I've, I'm gonna turn into a bear, and it's gonna blow your mind, but not right now. Uh, still not convinced. Before we go, I take one last longing glance around the room, and I say, <clears throat> "Goodbye, Sandra. You're gone, but not forgotten." And then, then I walk downstairs. Yeah, Glonk's already downstairs by this point. <laughs> Just as you get to the bottom floor, you hear the thunder and rain let up, as if that dark magic just was lifted over this side of the forest and potentially the town. Incredible. Let's say we head back to the town and check on this king. Okay, sure. So, upon re-entering the humble town of Oakshire, you see a lot more life walking around. The market is a little bit more alive, so yes, more people are wanting to be outside now because they just feel this aura has left. And more importantly, uh, you hear chatter about the king returning, the king coming back to his consciousness. We did it, Willoughby. Look at this. Yeah, we, it looks like we saved the town. We absolutely saved the town. I think we're heroes. We are heroes. So I, I walk up to, to one of the townsfolk and say, hey, I couldn't help but notice you're saved. Um, who are you again? We saved you. Have you? Yes. Definitely was us. Oh, well, thank you so much for saving us. You're your very welcome. Yep, 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 yep. Yes. We, I mean, we did it out of the kindness of our hearts, for sure. For sure. Could, could, I, could I give you something in return, please? Oh. Just, you know, praise, maybe write a song or two. I mean, what are you offering? Yeah. 
see my, my kid, and then you see her kind of show her kid that's like hiding behind her. She isn't having nightmares anymore, and I can't thank you enough for saving this town. Yes, well, don't worry, child. We won't bother you anymore for your mother's money. This child is looking up at this, this half-orc and is just frightened by your <laughs> underbite. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to go find the kid. I, I got to catch up to Glonk. I'm so sorry. Well, I'll... thanks again, stranger. She, like, waves a little handkerchief. <laughs> You're welcome. As I'm running to keep up with, with the long strides of Glonk. <laughs> so you walk up the, the big hill up to the great hall of the town of Oakshire. And there are two new knights now guarding the gate in the place of the one who was there before. Uh, gentlemen, how can we help you? Oh, boys, looking a little better than last time we saw you. Yes, thank you. <clears throat> We're here to see the king, obviously. King Bruderson, yes. Well, of course, we'll ride this way. Yes. In fact, let me lead you in. It's just time for me to switch my post. Sure. So now these two guards lead you in, and now the hall is full of vibrancy and color. Mm -hmm. Lights are stringing the walls. And then the king is sitting upright in his throne. King, you have some visitors. They claim to have known you. Yes, but you were much colder last time. Please, come forth. What are your names? <clears throat> Captain Glonk Dawkins. Captain uh, Glonk Dawkins, and you, sir? Uh, Willow Willowbelly. You, you might have heard of me. People called me the Beast. Yes. Well, gentlemen, I hear you've saved the town. Yes, we did. Totally. That was us. For sure, us. I, I can repay you, of course. Um... What's a uh, hundred gold each for your troubles? Perfect. I'll take it. Do you need anything else while you're here? We brought back the children. Yes, of course, this town now is lively again. You have children running in the streets. Yes, but the stolen children. We have their uh, juice. Oh, Glonk, uh, I don't know if that's really... The, the witch said she put the children in the soup and I spilled it. <coughs> But we have a little bit of it, so there's probably a good four or five of them in there. Uh, I think there also might be a bear cub. A bear cub? Interesting. It must have been those magpie hats. It was the magpie hats. Damn magpies! Damn magpies. <sighs> but they're dead now. Thank you very... You know what? I I must insist. 50 more gold to each of you. Ooh. Well, that's so kind I of you. must insist that we take it. For ridding me of this... Paralysis state. So how you, uh, how you feel? You good? <laughs> I, I feel quite, quite, well, stiff, but I'm coming too, yes. I don't know actually how long I was out. What, what month is it? Do I know what month it is? <laughs> Let's see. July. It's July? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I tell the king... It's July. Definitely. It's July. So I've been out four months. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty long time. Yeah. It's a good thing we showed up when we did. The last thing I heard was this rumor about the giant frost mage in the Northeast, who is sending out evil creatures in order to freeze over this world. Well, that, uh, that, that, that sucks. How far, how far north is this? Is this in, um... W uh, what's the name of that place? Uh, are you talking of Port Isarath? Yes, Port Isarath. That's the one. He cringes in, in fear. Oh, yes. Do not speak that name so loud, gentlemen. Oh, I'm so sorry. I really yelled it there. When you said Port Isarath, it echoed through the hall. <laughs> <laughs> Startling everyone in the room. You hear plates stop, people stop talking. Mm -hmm. Port Isarath, of course, 
is the home of the giant frost mage. It is said that he wants to take over this realm and freeze it. Like the whole realm. And does that seem like something this frost mage is capable of, or is it kind of like a pipe dream? Well, considering I was frozen for four months by some magic. Uh Uh-huh, sure, sure. So are we thinking these magpie hags were servants of this uh, evil ice guy? Definitely. Okay, good to know. You know, it is certainly possible. I remember them saying something about the three deatic instruments. Uh, the three what? The instruments of the gods, of course. Oh, I have a very large drum. (laughs) And I turn to the king and I say, "I, I really doubt... This is one of the deetic instruments, but just just humor him. He he's really proud of this drum. <laughs> yes, sir. I will humor him. Yes, right here, of course. And I pull out this big uh, tribal drum. May I inspect the lining of this here drum? Oh, sure. Ah, uh, yes, it's a fake. What? Mm. Hundreds of years of lore passed down through the generations about this drum turns out to be just a fake. Yes, um, where did you get that drum, exactly? From my mom. Your mom. Well, are you familiar with the story of the three instruments? Never heard of it. The three gods of this world all had instruments. Mm. There was the drum of the hero, Natura's lyre, and then, of course, the recorder of souls is the third one. Just as you're pondering over this, the hand of the king walks out with his hands behind his back. I do believe you're missing part of that story, sire. Oh, yes, what's that, he says. There is an old tale, you see. Legend has it. Four heroes will travel to the ancient temple with the three deitic instruments to reveal the great ice bridge so that they might travel to the ice palace of Port Icerath to play a song and seal away the great evil that stirs within. Mm. And it appears the evil has already begun to awaken. So we need to write a song? A really good song? Yes. The quest for the best song. And Mr. Hand of the King. Yes, sir. uh, Do you have any idea where any of these instruments might roughly be located? Where we could could even start a search for these? Ah, you're asking very great questions. Questions that only the men of the Spire can Mm. answer. And where could we find them? The men of the Spire sit in the perilous Spire of Mine Mountain. Ah, yes, we have to go to Mine Mountain. Uh, how long does it take to get there? The Spire rests in the northwestern part of the land of Valengard. I heard at one point that there was this mine that was quite profitable to this village south of it called Dagger's Edge. Um, Perhaps you can find more information about all that there. Sounds intriguing. Glonk, what say you and I... Reach out to the Spire Save the world. Yes. Definitely. By reaching out to it. Yes. Well, uh... I guess we are going to go find a map. Yes, well, please, go visit our cartographer's house. Um, uh, should be on the coast, yes, overlooking the uh, wonderful sea. Hey there, friends. My name is Chris Pugh, known as half of the score team and the melody keeper for now. Um, Mine and Drew's main characters haven't shown up yet in the journey, but soon enough. We would love it if you would stick around until they do, because honestly, they are so much fun. Right now, I want to tell you about one of our amazing affiliates, which is definitely one of my favorites. They're called Adventures in Homebrewing. 
Adventures in Home Brewing is this awesome family-owned business since 1999, and they supply anything and everything you would ever need to brew in your house. They themselves are home brewers, so they know the ins and outs of what people need. And the cool thing about this place is they have tools for all kinds of brewing, from beer to coffee and wine to even distilling whiskeys and liquors. They've got full-size fermenting and aging barrels, um, yeasts and sugars. Drew, uh, one of our party members, is a kombucha brewer, and even a lot of the tools to store and bottle something on that scale can be found there. Um, it's, it's an amazing site. If you have any interest in trying your hand at brewing something for your friends, no matter the scale. If you want to try it out, head to our website at www.thetabletoptales.com, click on Affiliates, and click on Adventures in Home Brewing, and stock up. And let us know if you end up brewing something, we'd honestly love to see it. Um, tag us on Instagram at underscore the tabletop tales. Thank you so much for listening to this. We hope you can tell how much fun we're having and how much we care about it. And we really hope you feel like you have a place around the table. Thanks again. Um, on the way out, what, uh, what objects do I see? Roll for perception. 19. Oh, hell yeah. Minus one. 18. So, pretty good. In, this, in this great hall, you see a lavish set uh, of banquet tables uh-huh. uh, full of food on all the plates. Uh-huh. There's some people eating, drinking there. You also see a very ornate rug in front of the king. <laughs> Do I try to steal the rug? <laughs> what is the rug made of? The rug is made of camel fur. <laughs> Only the finest of fur. <laughs> okay. Uh, who's at the table right now? There's knights at the table. What are the knights wearing? The knights are wearing steel armor. Uh, one of them has a really cool adventurer's hat, though. Okay, I definitely try to steal a hat. So th- there's a gentleman, there's a knight that is sitting there, and he is drinking quite a lot. He's actually probably the biggest one there. And he's challenging some people to drinking games. I see Glonk eyeballing this hat. Mm-hmm. And I turn around and, and to the king and say, before we go, you guys want to see something badass? Sure, why not? And I shapeshift into a bear. Oh my god. (laughs) The chatter stops is just like a jaw-dropping moment because they just saw a bear appear in the middle of the throne room. I prance around. You're prancing around as a bear. Okay, what what are you doing? While I pretend that I faint. Oh, a bear! Oh! And I fall on the floor dramatically uh, in front of the night. Roll a d20 for a deception. (laughs) Um, a 13? So you faint, and luckily people are all looking at this bear, and they just assume you fainted. Yeah. So I fall right in front of the, uh, the, the fat knight with the, the hat. And I then try to slink up without him noticing, and then whip his hat and sprint out of the door. All right, you're gonna roll a d20 for sleight of hand, and then roll a d20 for, I guess, athletics. To see if you can just run out of there. Eight. <laughs> Eight plus six, six is still 14, though. So as you reach up to try to get it, he feels you grab it and just slaps your hand right off it. Oi, boy, what you doing there, lad? Uh, well, uh, to be 
Plane, I want your hat. You want my hat? Well, how about a drinking game? I was just about to suggest if me matey. Let's go. All right, lads, bring the round. Bring us another round. All right, what do I get if I win? You know, I quite like those pants you're wearing. What say a trade for the hat? Whoever wins the drinking game keeps both. It's on. All right, gentlemen, put the items for, for up for grabs in the middle of the table here. I just rip my pants off and throw them on the table. All right, first round. Seven. Nine. Ooh, that's... that was a tough old <laughs> drink there, mate. Okay. Again. Another. 17. 14. Ah, I feel fine, mate. I'm getting better at this. Again, another round. 12. 14? <laughs> Ooh. 7. Oh, uh, I'm starting to feel a bit drunk now, mate. <laughs> Not me. 17. He gives it a roll. He rolls a four. He reaches for his tankard, starts to to, to wobble ah, in his chair. I'm looking a little woozy there, mate. Ah, he finishes the drink, puts it down. See, I'm fine, and then just falls off his chair. Ah. Finally, we have a new champion. Lock the champion. Um, you take the hat from the center of the table, and your this. pants are still there. <laughs> you can keep the pants. <laughs> so you stagger out of the hall with your yes. overcoat your puffy shirt and this brand new hat. No pants. I, I walk out after Glunk. <laughs> first I realize for the first time that you're a bear. <laughs> Holy shit. And I shapeshift back into a halfling and oh say, my I told you I could feel it. Whoa, Sandra did good things to you, boy. You'll never know. Yes, all right, you walk out of the Great Hall, and uh, you are currently outside the Great Hall. Two guards are behind you, oh and... Oh, my God. The sun uh, is, is shining bright. Well, let's find a map. I lead the way down to the cartographer. So you approach this house, and outside is this uh, sign with three letters. Y, L, and L. We just walk straight in. So you barge open, yeah. and there's like this guy sitting there, and he's just charting out maps. I'm Captain Glock Dawkins. Oh, what's up, bro, bro? Uh, what's up, bro, bro? enjoying this story as much as I am, please help me reach other guests by sharing this podcast with your friends and rating or reviewing us. You can follow The Tabletop Tales on Instagram and Reddit at underscore the tabletop tales, on Twitter at underscore the tabletop, on Facebook at The Tabletop Tales, or you can just visit our website, www thetabletoptales.com If you would like to be known by name by the Melody Keeper and become an honored guest around the tabletop or are interested in other treasures concerning Harborn, 
like long lost pages, or a curated journey of undiscovered Harbornian music, I suggest you begin your travels on our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash the tabletop tales. Now, in this movement, our dungeon master was John Fusner. Glonk Dawkins was played by Cam Meredith. Willow Willowbelly was played by Kyle McCann. Additional voices by Chris Chaput and John Fusner. Sound editing by Kyle McCann. Movement mixing by Drew Baumel. Score mixing by Cam Meredith. Original score by Chris Chaput and John Fusner. We'll see you next time at the Tabletop.